Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. Lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good afternoon to the WA Betfair Edge. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today at betfair.com. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you. As always, for the WA Betfair Edges, I'm joined by, well, they call him Roaming Terry because he's not just stuck in WA. He's boarded a plane. He is coming to you live from the Melbourne studios at 111 Coventry Street. He's ventured out. He said to his friends, I'm heading over east, as they always say, in the west. His name is Terry Lake now, eh, Terence? Mate, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Great to see your face. And the Betfair Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. How many times have you been right in a row? Yeah, uh, well, look, I'm about to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to be about... Three 300, I reckon. Uh, I, just wish, I just wish, again, I just really do wish you put some of your wins on Twitter. I really do, you know. I, I just wish I saw some of the results and some of the celebrations on Twitter, you know. So, I've had a good day. Anyway, I had a good day, day Wednesday. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Well, to the two, well, I, I double check. I double check with you. Does full, anyone else know how the mute button works on Twitter? I've worked. On full <laughs> disclosure is like I, I had two that I want to include yeah. in the multi, and I run them by you to double check yeah. my WA form and multinational and. What was the other one? Um, uh, Storm Commander. Storm and Commander. I did a lobby in the one the last, well, awesome chatter. Awesome chatter. Awesome chatter. Yep. Yeah. It was funny. I was uh, I did a little interview thingy for Babette Fair. I think it's up in a few weeks, the Back and Lay Punter Series Edition while yes. I'm over here in Melbourne. And we were talking about um, sort of giving prices. Because when I talk to you, and I know it annoys you because you sort of say to me, oh, well, do you like this or do you think this is the one? I say, I do, actually. I do like it. But it's now a bit shorter. And do you want to take that price? <laughs> and, and it's sort of, I, I could probably go a bit more in depth than you're. Uh, and you're after at times, but uh, yeah, no, good day. It was a good day Wednesday. Well, good Tom, day Wednesday. Tommy, hey, welcome. Oh, very wet. Yeah, wet. Very wet Thursday. And and well, that's what I want to talk about the track in a minute. Mm. But I, I did have a chat to Tommy Haylock. He said he grabbed the best pro punters in the country. You, Shane Coolio, told to him the tips. He's a good time. He's a really good time. Yeah, Shane I, I, I was meant to have a beer with him last night, but I over raced. I must admit, I over raced a little bit on Wednesday, and uh, <laughs> I was a little bit. Uh, you caught three deep the trip. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't lick the fin, uh, the feed bowl out on Thursday morning, so I was. Uh, it might be worth catching that. Can tell tell me if you can tell that I was a little bit under the weather. But no, it was a lot of good, uh, a lot of fun with uh, with Tommy, and uh, very lucky to be in the illustrious company that was uh, present there. A big show coming up too. Adam Durant to join us. We go from CJP to Adam Durant. How oh, good's this? Tell you what, we just go to the top of the tree. And well, well, what I w- we will say too is uh, this is our second to last show for the season. We're going to have probably what? a month or two month hiatus, um, seven eight weeks. And we, need, we need some time apart every year, I think. It's one of those relationships, you know. It's really good if we can just have a little break every year. It's like a, it's like a FIFO relationship. It's good for you. Not, not so much me. No, I but, already miss you. Um, uh, so we've got uh, this week and then next week, and then we'll have a little seven-week hiatus, come back fresh for the spring in the east, and also uh, we'll be back in time for probably the... Uh, will we get Kalgoorlie round and the Hannans? Oh, yeah. yeah and oh, all yeah, of those. Dig Deep's attacking the Hannans this year. A little bit disappointing maybe last week, Dig Deep. We'll get to that in a second, but... Uh, yeah, we'll be attacking that. How about next week's show as well? I'll make an effort. All the special tipsters we've had on throughout, uh, McGrath, Laith, Tommy, I'll get their best. So I'll give you like a list well, of our best. Just oh, We won't call them all. I'll just get a list of them all and give you all their best. So we can give you the sort of Riley and just give you the four or five big dogs and we can just really provide information. Try and go out with a with a bang. Well, can, we, can we go out with a bang too? Maybe as a guest next week, we'll get Mickey Grantham back just to end we the season. To. 
We'd have to. Well, they, well, I don't know if he'll have anything in. It doesn't he's got, matter. Uh, he's got the skiffy air bugger. It. He just have a thirty dollar pop. Yeah, we'll get Mickey in. Yeah, I reckon we should. Hey, let's see, have a, see if something's overs. Yeah, see if it's overs. Yeah. Uh, it's over. got, uh, hang on, I've got to do he something. Can't, he can't yeah. miss at the moment. Can't That's overs. That's overs. <laughs> that is the place we'll start though with Devoted's win last week. So it was an incredible, um, incredibly built up race. We we're all very excited about it. And the thing that did eventuate was there was no obvious leader. Um, I thought Search and Rocks might go forward, but David. Harrison poured cold water on that. She went back. She delayed the start by about five minutes because she wouldn't load. Uh, and she was probably the story from the race. She just went, so, I just think we forget how good Search and Rocks is. Like, I think Search and Rocks might be near Devoted's level, just not as mature. So, a big one to follow from the meeting next campaign or wherever Search and Rocks goes next. I want to talk about the steer, right? Yep. He jumped, and the horse that we oh. thought right on the inside didn't muster to go front to go forward. Mm-hmm. So, he's in the patience he had in the first 100, 150 metres. So, Sort of took the horse back a little bit, a little bit wider, let one come up inside and went, I'm happy to be stuck too deep, be really patient, everything gets sucked out. He just waited, 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 exposed the horse. He didn't have to do a lot, but by doing that, he gave it an absolute perler. 100% 100% he did. And the thing that we got right, and I must admit, didn't get a huge amount right last week. Well, I looked back at me, me tips online. I think five of me top nine won. But, you know, man, I'm all back. Uh, they all have to the price. They didn't hit me prices. So I've had, a, I've had a tough old day on the Rex Hunt last week, I'll tell you what. But Devoted was definitely a good result. But uh, the thing that really I liked is other ones aren't at his back. Like, other ones aren't. That's, if you've got, the, they've got the horse's back, you've got the opportunity to beat him. And other ones was huge over the final 100. But he's just not as mature uh, as Devoted is. And I think Maturity is what one devoted the race and look for devoted in the railway stakes later this year. Mickey might have his first G1 runner. He might. He might have his first G1 winner. He might. And, uh, well, it just Outlet. got it just got better because it went to race eight and old Billy Ray just got the job done. Old Billy, so the Peters colour saluted again with CJP aboard. Yeah, it was a super win. Um, coming from a long way back, the stable mate, Savage won. Our mate, Savage Love, cleared out and looked the winner and, um, yeah, Billy Ray sprouted wings. That's three in a row. And for people who missed that you're getting beaten, $1.20, $50, $70 at its first three Reasonably good prices for that's, a CJP, Adam me. Durant, Bob Peters one. Yeah, it's, it's sort of me too. It, it's um, yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a nice little ride, but there's uh, more upside there, I think too. I want to go back to the first race. So I ended up mm-hmm. having a beer with a couple of the Sydney boys, and one of the Sydney boys has got a five percent share in this. Rumor says Mate, it made it the good. best, and this horse is good. Serious. I know that the major danger didn't turn up. Uh, work in progress. I think it was meant to be ridden quieter. It ended up outside the leader. That's one. I know it's been beaten 12 lengths. I'd chuck work in progress in your black books. It's been beaten twice out of sight, but I know they've got a massive opinion about it. So I reckon if they can get it right in its day, you might get a price when it does finally put it all together. But rumour says sat deep and won the handbrake on. Like That's a proper horse. There's not even an H there. Horse. It's a, pro- it's a proper horse. So definitely one to follow. Beat nothing, but it just the way it beat it. I want to touch on. Do you want to go to race number two? No, I don't. Okay, I actually don't. let's just I miss actually it. Don't. No, we can. We can touch on it. Look, I Sluice Box Reliable Star were the uh, the two that were obviously travelling very well. I thought Reliable Star was comfortably um, going to get the better of Sluice Box, and they both had every conceivable chance. They cleared out from third by three lengths or so, so we were right there. But Sluice Box is just low flying, and we were beaten by a better horse on the day, plain and simple. And um, yeah, we did everything right. Reliable Star it was three. 20 into 250, got the price. Just uh, We've just beaten by a bet on, plain uh, and simply. What about race number three? I'll flick a chance at $15. Giddy 
if you up. Yeah, I'll say to you off here, if you messaged me about this, I would have, uh, I reckon you would have learnt some uh, new words in the response text. <laughs> I had an absolute launch at a glamour packed, not an absolute launch, I had something glamour packed, something I overthought there, everyone's second, third, and Flicker's chance, who I, oh, I didn't think could walk at the moment, is uh, lifted. And the thing about Flicker's, I think it's now four from 12, it's, it's a winner, and you knew when it was going to get into a war with a horse like Glamour Pact, who's not a winner, that there was only probably going to be one winner, and that was Flicker's chance and M. Fitzner. That's it. Uh, look, we probably don't need to go through too many of the others. Snipperucci beat hardly ever. Colossal. And then at the end of the day, um, No White Flag, who we'd been on a few times, got the better of Sneaky Chance, which better sort of wide open that. But I tell you what, tough day for an owner. It was a tough day for an issue. I'd say a material witness just plotted to the line. Dig Deep just probably got land, landed a bit close. It'll go around again in two weeks. Wouldn't completely ride off Dig Deep. And be optimistic. Holy thought uh, she stepped in a pothole and had to ease down. So we're going to get results from the vet soon. But hopefully we're still running next week. And there was uh, no damage done. Terry, uh, look, let's jump to a break. On the other side, we'll chat to Adam Durant. We'll save a bit of time for the card and the track um, when we come into that. This is the WA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton. We'll be back right after this, and don't let the bookies make the rules. You can back or lay same-game multis only on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. Lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. Thanks to Betfair, of course. The Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. And, uh, well, you can check it out today. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Terry, it's uh, guest time. We went CJP last week. He was top of the tree. We thought we'll go to the top of the training tree here. He's a bloke that's absolutely destroying it. Strike rate 21.6 in WA, 144 and a half and a half winners. His name is Adam Durant. We've caught him right as he's about to go uh, out and just maybe uh, just bait up a line, just to some escapism. He joins us. How are you, Adam? Yeah, good morning, boys. I'm going well. Hey, uh, fishing today, racing tomorrow. Do you like to get out and just take a break from the stables for a while and just take it easy? Oh, just this time of year, we've got a little window that um, me, Jason and Jordan, we all sort of try and get away for, for a couple of weeks. So, we um, yeah, we break it up so that we got, uh, we've got someone responsible full-time at the stable. And, um, yeah, this is my little, uh, little, my little window. So we've snuck up the broom for a couple of days. And, yeah, it's been, uh, been good so far. Your, your little window. When was the last time you were at the races? 2017? <laughs> oh, yeah, last Saturday I was there, or the one before, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think I was there chewing your ear off about material witness uh, after uh, he always uh, knocked us off. But uh, nice to get away. Are you back to the races tomorrow? Are you off to the, the broom no, races, or what's the plan? We'll be we'll be in broom races on Sunday. We've got Ronnie Beecham's 80th birthday tonight, so... We'll, uh, we wouldn't miss that. And then we've, uh, yeah, we're back on the tools on Monday. Adam, uh, things have been going quite well. A couple of horses I want to touch on. Uh, Billy Ray just seems to be putting it together. I was, uh, Terry mentioned it earlier, fortunate enough to miss a few starts where it missed at the short quote. They've got on all the starts where it's been a handy price. But the horse is progressing well. Where's the ceiling? Yeah, look, it's a hard one to, um, to get a sort of real real mark on him looking at uh, the time of year wet tracks um belmont you know he's getting around belmont good soft tracks um so it's going to be a completely different concept once he hits his uh hits the ascot carnival um but look you can't do any more than uh, be winning and progressing and he seems to have uh, come on really well so more than happy with him and more than having having part of our sort of carnival team yeah, he's a nice little head wobble as well, Miles, because he was actually with Grant Williams for those first few starts. Went to Adam and he started to turn it oh, on. Oh, yeah, well, so that's, that's what a, it was. Yeah, that's a nice little head wobble, one of your little head wobbles, <laughs> Miles. So yeah. you, you've got to enjoy he's them. He's had a bit of an around. attitude, 
He's yeah, had an attitude adjustment as far as his manners go, and he's, he's improved with time. That's the biggest key. Grant Nalana yeah. won two Saturday races with him as well, so I haven't reinvented the wheel. He always had ability, um, but he's probably just a little bit more of a man now, and he's and he's putting it together a bit more consistently. So it's um, yeah, I, I think I'm probably uh, in a lucky position that I've probably got him when he's uh, when he's a bit more developmentally than uh, than when uh, Grant Nalana had him. A couple of other youngsters you've got at the stables, uh, a couple of two-year-olds. You went bang-bang last Wednesday with Janella and Mia Gusto, who both, uh, I hope I pronounced that correctly, I had a little bit of Italian in my voice there, Miles, uh, who, uh, who came out one really, really impressively. Um, we don't see you run a heap of two-year-olds. I suppose it's, it's very late in the season. They're basically three. Uh, you got a big opinion of that pair? They both have definite Saturday ability. I, I don't know whether they'll take that step to stakes grade yet. That's to uh, remains to be seen. But um, you know they're both uh, they're both you know working good quality, uh, giving good quality fields. And um, if they can uh, yeah, obviously keep developing, well, you just never know where they're sealing these young ones. But they they certainly work like Saturday horses. And they had a week off. Uh, picked them up yesterday um, from the paddock. They had a week on the grass and. We'll uh, yeah, we'll see where it uh, where it takes us, but uh, the, I think the carnival is going to be really strong this year, especially in our three-year-old ranks. Um, so sometimes it's uh, better to pick up a couple of those little sweet uh, two and three-year-old wet speed races. They're nearly worth as much, and and uh, and dodge the the real good ones. So we'll see what progresses. But um, yeah, both of them did their job. We thought they could both win, and. Uh, and we got something out of both of them, so it was a uh, it was a good result. Adam, I want to ask you just before the carnival and before we get into these runners, if you had to give us two horses that are the best horses you have for the carnival, which horses are they? Probably have to ask Bob that one because I don't know which ones I'm, <laughs> I'm going to end up with. Um, but there's certainly look some of the three-year-olds that I've um, that I've trialled see or rising three-year-olds have have showed you know really good potential, and they're out of. Um, elite family so you know that you just know they're going to keep improving we had a batch trial the other day that um you know they they look pretty uh pretty smart um but you know w- whether they're all coming back to me i'm not sure I'll, I'll tell you in about a month's time but i think uh you can certainly follow the cerise and white pretty closely there's some uh, there's some seriously nice horses in that uh, in that group and uh, and some of the older ones too that um, obviously, we're racing last year. We'll, um, they've got to be placed somewhere, so hopefully, I'm uh, I'm the lucky one there. Yeah, they're starting to rev up. You can tell they're uh, the Bob's team after a little lull is starting to uh, put a couple of W's on the board. And we'll start uh, with your runners this week. It is one of Bob's reliable star. I was pretty keen um, with reliable star a week ago. I think plain and simply, he just ran into a horse that's uh, at the top of his game in a sluice box. He cleared out from the third horse by by panels. Uh, Holly Watson goes on this week, takes on the stable mate, Sunsphere. How are you lining those two up? Yeah, I thought she was um, probably vulnerable last start, more so just because she'd had two runs over the mile and, and really had no luck, um, was held up and, and probably just didn't have those good uh, good blowouts that you want if you're you know, stepping up from the mile to 22, especially on a wet track. So she was sort of held up and only dashed up 100 metres her first couple of runs. So I thought she might be a little bit vulnerable and obviously like you touched on, Ashley Maley's got uh, sluice box in the zone and he's rock hard fit. Whereas we were probably just coming off a little bit of, uh, you know, being vulnerable. So she should come on with the seven days. It shouldn't bother her. I think she's won off seven days before mm-hmm. and she's done well during the week. So she's probably, um, no disrespect to Sunsphere, but she's probably raced in better grade than him. And uh, she's she's probably uh, she's probably got the wood on him um, when you look at their records. So 
So you'd probably have to lean towards uh, lean towards her over uh, over Sunspear marginally, but certainly um, no nothing against Holly at all. She gets the two kilo claim, but we're losing uh, obviously mm. losing uh, losing Clint for Holly, um, which um, she's going to have to make sure she's at uh, the top of her game. Uh, well, I've had a bit of time for Sunsphere too. He's been quite good to me. Let's go to race number four. Well, it's a, it's a mare, but that's all right. Uh, him, him, you know what I mean. Uh, we're race number four. <laughs> now, uh, just maybe undecided here whether you race both of these here, Adam, um, but uh, just comments on both of them briefly. Yeah, both both of them are going well enough, but they're both speed horses and they're probably both the, both the leaders. So um, be a bit stupid for me to run two horses that are going to cut each other from the, cut at each other from the same stable. So... There is a race for Baby Blue Jean next week. She's eligible for a one Metro win, thousand. Um, whereas uh, Bopping Blue, he doesn't have any uh, any options apart from this race um, for a couple of weeks. So, providing he's in good nick tomorrow morning, um, he'll be the one that goes around if he's hobbling around or uh, or something goes wrong overnight, which inevitably can happen with horses in 24 hours. Um, well, then she'll take her place. But at this stage, we'll probably lean towards him running. And he, he's honest. He won well first up, mm-hmm. starting to creep up in the weights now and having to um, utilise apprentices, which he might not be as suitable um, as, you know, when you get a senior with the, with the ability of Clint. But um, certainly he's earned it and, and that's where he's at. But he's in good form and, you know, he'll, he'll give a good sight for a long time. Uh, race five, you have Fashion Queen going around. I don't think in WA at the moment there is a horse around this rating going as well as Fashion Queen. Uh, incredibly unlucky, first and second up. Uh, the horse is just uh, low flying again. Sort of at that awkward rating and it's sort of an awkward programming where I'm sure you'd love to step up in grade and probably have CJP on with sort of 57 rather than having to have the 60 and utilise the apprentice. But... Geez, I think if Taj finds the back of the right horse and lets uh, her work into the race at the right time, um, there's nothing in this that's capable of beating her at the moment, in my opinion. No, I don't disagree either. I think um, her biggest danger is the slower horses beating her, not the fast ones, because she does tend to have that little bit of a racing pattern where she just doesn't muster early. She finds it hard to hold that spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if she had have held a spot last start and been on the back of Billy Ray, I think she would have made it very interesting. Whether I don't think she beats him, um, but I think she definitely runs second, and, uh, and you know she was probably the run of the race um, outside the winners. So she's in a good place. But again, you know you you're having to rely on uh, rely on the apprentices making the right decision at the right time, which Taj is going fantastic. But um, she's not the easiest horse to ride. But um, I think Bob's just, pretty keen to get her up that. over ground. Just on that, sorry, Adam. Who makes the decision with the hoop? Because, I mean, we've had uh, in-depth conversations on various platforms about this, and I'd personally prefer... I know she's only a man. I'd prefer to see her carry the 60 with Clint. Like, I think she'd probably be favoured in the race, um, purely on a market sense, and she'd be a better chance of winning rather than getting the three-kilo claim for that type of horse. Like, I I love to see an apprentice on a horse rolling forward. Um, It's a good way to utilise the claim properly. But for this type of horse who does get back and, and does need a bit of guile in the ride, is there any thought process to just lumping the weight? Oh, probably not really. We've all, Our policy, our stables always, once you start getting up to those weight weight sort of numbers, you look for a bit of relief and um, mm-hmm. and certainly Bob Bob wants uh, wants to pull the uh, pull the weight off their back, which I, I I completely agree with those horses in that um, in that in that grade. So um, look, you need some sometimes you need to um, you need to 
you know, get the luck in the run. But at this point in time, that's that's just the way we sort of go about it. That's why you've trained 144 winners this year and Terry's <laughs> trained none, Adam. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you set me up beautifully there for that, you peanut. Right. Hey, uh, let's go to Brave Dream, uh, Adam. Uh, this horse, end of last prep, put a couple of nice ones together. I just want to ask you, why the four trials spread out over that you sort of had a couple and then did something go amiss and brought back in May um, and June? Has there been an issue here? Yeah, just she just had a few feet issues um, early in the year. Um, and again, Bob, you know, she Bob's decision, he said, you know, the tracks were probably a bit firm for that issue with her feet. She just got, a, you know, sore heels. It was nothing serious, but to continue on on firm tracks with sore heels, well, you're just bashing your head against a brick wall because every time you gallop on top of the ground race day trials, you're, you're going to aggravate those issues again. So um, it was just decided the best thing to do is tip her out for uh, for the winter and the softer tracks, and uh, and and that's what uh, that's what Bob decided to do, which I thought was the right decision as well. She's she's quite immature when you, you look at her age. She, she's getting on a little bit, but she's a very very immature horse and taken a long time to uh, to develop. Um, she's out of Bob's great mare that um, that was probably one of the best three-year-olds we've had here in a long time, and she's sort of the last last one sort of coming through, one of the last ones coming through. So I think um, I think Bob's just been patient with her, and we're hoping to um, get her up over a bit of distance this preparation. She's bred to get it, um, but probably just hasn't been robust enough um, early in her career to be able to handle it. Um, she's certainly got the ability, but um, hopefully this time in she's a bit more... Uh, bit more seasoned and can handle it. What did you make of her most recent trial? Because it's hard to tell. Those those back straight trials at Lark Hill, for, for us trying to watch, and I'm sure for you guys as well, it's very difficult to get a proper uh, a proper gauge on it, but it, it looked maybe slightly disappointing to face value. Uh, what, what was sort of Clint's report yeah. after the trial? I, I don't disagree. I was really disappointed. I thought, okay. I said to Bob, I said, look, I, I thought she'd really ping over him, you know, short that... The way she sort of works and that, I thought sitting, uh, you know, just camped behind him like she was, I thought she'd just uh, she'd give him a cold that last hundred, have a good hit out, and um, we'd be on our way to the races and be winning first up over over 1,400. But she was very plain. Um, it was quite strange because she was very quiet on the day. She's got a bit of hotness about her, and she was quiet on the day. She was very quiet after the trial, almost like she was half asleep. Um, and I think that maybe there was just something just not quite right on the day, but she seems to have bounced back well, and um, and she's been working really well ever since, and no issues. Um, but I don't disagree. I thought the trial compared to her first up trial when she had that bit of zip when he um, when Victoria asked her for an effort. Um, compared to that, I thought she was a fraction disappointing, but. Um, hopefully we're back on track and, uh, yeah, she'll uh, run a nice race and she'll build up towards, obviously, the longer races. Bob's got a few ideas with her to try and stretch her out. So uh, perhaps our training with her at the moment is not uh, just taking a bit of that zip out of her legs and, you know, she, we'll see the benefit of it once she gets up over further. Let's go to the last, mate. You've got a couple of nice horses here. Uh, Bright Diamond, I thought, might have been overs uh, here, especially from the win last start. First up and came in and, and won extremely well. Beating Eeyore Ways. CJP ends up, though, on secret plan. Good money support. Down in the weights at 54 kilos. Goes third up. And I didn't think was was okay to the line, probably, in that uh, in that last race behind Star Trade and False Statement. But both horses come up against a horse uh, uh, called It's a Rayday that may be a potential superstar. How are you seeing this one? Yeah, it's, it's certainly a strong, strong 78. It's an even... Uh 
yeah, it's, it's just an, I think it's an even field, and I think there's probably three or four chances in the race, or maybe even five. But if they get the good, you know, the right run, they're going to be uh, they're going to be pretty hard to hold out. And I think uh, I think both of my horses, you know, fit into that category. The one's obviously drawn wide with the apprentice on, um, but she's going to love those conditions. She wants to get in the ground and. Um, possibly had the weather not been fine next week and we had a heap of rain coming, she may have stayed home and, uh, and looked at another race. But with the track the way it's going to be, with a bit of give in the ground, which she loves, it's pretty hard to leave her at home, even though she has drawn wide. Um, and obviously the other boy, he's um, he's coming off, I thought, a couple of really good runs, first and second up, probably first up a bit of trainer error. I think I probably had him a bit too pretty. And then the other day I thought he was really good coming off the first up run where... I think, um, you know, he might have been a bit underdone and, and, you know, taken a bit out of him, and he was still pretty good. So I think third up, I think um, I think he's ready to rock and roll on his work on Tuesday. He's ready to go, and he probably maps to get the uh, get, get the good run. And, um, you know, both these horses, I think, are stakes horses. They give you that feel. Um, but, you know, obviously they've got to do it. But, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting race. Who, who gets the luck? I do like the setup for Secret Plan here, Adam. I love a 78 Raider and a 78 plus draw as well. Uh, apprentice to senior after really hitting the line well. Looks to me, actually, looks probably the best bet on the card by uh, Panels, Miles. Oh, well, panels there you go. Well, let's, panels and panels. Well, let's ask Adam because, uh, he's, like I said before, he's trained 144, Terry, and you've trained absolutely none. Um, right, Adam, which is your best of the day, mate, for the punters? Come on, don't let me down. Oh, look, I, I think uh, fashion, uh, fashion queen. <laughs> Um, if, if things go to plan, I, I'm really hoping because I, I think I'll lose her after tomorrow. If she doesn't win, she'll go to the breeding barn. And I do think there's a bit of, uh, a bit of mileage left in her legs, especially if she can mm. get up over ground. I think there's a chance that she might go to stud. So she's got to, uh, she's got to put her hand up tomorrow. So I'm, I'm hopeful, but I'm confident in her training. Um, but I think Terry's just about on the money with the, with secret plan in the last. Um, I think everything, uh, everything maps perfectly for him and, if uh, if we've done our job, which I think we have at home, I think he should be uh, pretty hard to uh, hard to beat. But look, you can't uh, can't take that race for granted. It's going to be a tough one with some uh, probably genuine carnival hopes um, coming through the grades, heading uh, heading that direction. Adam, one thing you've got to learn coming on this show: we don't pump Terry up. We uh, we get stuck into him. Uh, I heard he's pretty ordinary as an owner. Well, I don't mind it. It sort of brings him back to the pack a bit, doesn't it? He doesn't, he's, not as chir- he's not as chirpy when you're uh, taking the jam out of his donut. So we, we all need to be uh, put back in our place every now and then. We certainly do. Hey, mate, appreciate your time. You go catch some fish. Make sure you send us a couple of photos or even send Terry a fish. Maybe just put one under his doorstep when he gets home in a week just to stink the joint up. Hey, uh, appreciate your time, mate. Best of luck tomorrow. We'll chat to you again soon. Yeah, cheers, boys. Best of luck on the pump tomorrow to listeners and uh, and to you as well. Adam Thanks, Dur- Adam Durant there. He's good. He's good, mate. He's it, it, the, the, you don't realise how much you're talking Western Australian Training Premiership. Oh, he's had 140. He talks. Like, yeah. One thing I love as well is is when people put their hand up and say trainer error. Or the best at doing that in the industry was always William Pike put his hand up and said, oh, "I've cooked that or I've done something wrong," and he's aware of why a certain horse didn't let down that well or why he might have. Like he talks about. 
Brave Dreams off day and the reason for the off day and that that type of information because I'm personally umming and ahhing about Brave Dream. I think Brave Dream's a star, but that trial was poor. So I'm thinking, geez, just on that alone, I'm now more interested in having a bet at seven, eight, nine dollars. Fashion Queen, seven, eight bucks. A lot's going to need to go right with the apprentice on, but it's better than them. It's better than them. These horses just listening to Adam. When I'm sort of umming and ahhing, they make up my mind to have a little bet. So it's uh, that that is great information for for listeners. Yeah, well, he's one forty four. The next closest is Simon Miller with sixty nine. That's double. Double the amount of winners in WA. He's a superstar. Definitely, desperately late for a break. Uh, plenty more to come on the other side. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay. Same game multis. Only on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. Lay bet on AFL markets. Only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. All thanks to Betfair's Brownlow Predicted. It's been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Terry, not a lot of time to go through the card, but we're going to skip through a few. Quick comment on the track, please, before we start our race number one. A bit drier this week in Perth, not as much irrigation. We have found that when uh, they haven't been uh, much rain around, it's been playing a bit more on pace. So I'm wary, but it's starting to fare up a bit at Belmont. All right, race number one, pretty straightforward here for me. Some unexposed stuff. My numbers, I think the eight's on top. One of the better bets on the card here. One cool girl, super impressive last win. I've got Hang Glider for the Wolf team. Uh, then Edward's Choice and Solid Gold rounding out my numbers. Yeah, I'm with you. I really like one cool girl, and I loved her first up win. I am just a little bit wary. As you said, there's some unexposed form. We don't know. Armjard trailed great. Hanglider's got a lot of ability, and I really liked Edward's Choice's first up run. So I like one cool girl. $3 plus will get me, but it's only going to be a half bet. Race number two on the card. Uh, I'm down the bottom here. Rule E, I think uh, I think it's over based on the last win. I know it's drawn it's 12. Had a bit of bad luck. Uh, then I'm going to go to Gold Merits for the Taylors with Lucky Luckdar in the saddle. Get, we'll get in nice at the weights. Uh, bread to flirts uh, too too long at the twenty bucks, and then Arnie's boy will round out my numbers. Uh, you could tip any of the thirteen here. It's a great race, and I wouldn't begrudge anybody for going in any direction. One thing you said I hundred percent agree with is the price of bread to flirt at twenty to one. It's probably the one that stands out from a market point of view to me as being over the odds. Uh, big jockey change, good barrier, and it's a horse with a lot of talent. So uh, who knows? It might even go around longer with the depth in this field. Um, Prize Pursuit is a really, really nice horse. Didn't come back last campaign. Watch for Prize Pursuit to run a race, but Miles Rule is flying. Uh, Gold Merits was a great trial. Mister Mount Walker maps nicely. Safe. Bays up to the 13, which I think will suit from the wide draw to come across, follow a horse like Native Chimes. Very open race. Race number three, my numbers, I'll get through them. I'm acting God from Reliable Star and then Bold Success Sunsphere for me. I think any four of those can win. Um, Reliable Star, a little bit short, probably just take the other three at overs. Yeah, I'm going to stay out here, Miles. Don't trust uh, Reliable Star with the apprentice on, but it should be winning. So the, the market, I found the market, so I'm staying out here. Race number four on the card over the 1,062. Bit of merit. Can't ignore this. This looks like a nice horse uh, based on the last two wins. Go back to Belmont. Rolled Bazoom by 1.3. Bazoom's ended up being pretty nice. And it rolled Crypto Queen as well. Trial was nice at Belmont. Clearly on top. My Baby Blue Jean or Bopping Blue, whichever one runs, are the ones to round out the numbers for me. 
Yeah, big watch on uh, a bit of merit here. I think it's under the odds at even money. And I recommend everyone, you know, Latham Anderson, one of our mates, go to his Twitter page and he's chucked up a tweet about a bit of merit. He's then got a bit of footage from Lucy uh, hitting him with the shillelagh and how he responds. It is incredible how well a horse responds to the shillelagh. So uh, I was a little bit worried about the trial, but that little bit of footage is really interesting work there from a lathe. So I highly recommend having a look. Look, I, I'm not taking even money. I think that's under the odds, but I don't know what's going to beat him. It just might be racing Patton from Barrier 2 if he's three the fence. So, great race. Let's see who comes out from Adams in the morning. Another good race is race number five here. And look, like we said, uh, look, Fashion Queen got to be respected. Same as Memorable Miss. I think Mickey Grantham and Chrissy Parnham have got a horse here. If you go back to last prep uh, with a win at Ascot over the mile beating Downforce, I thought with CJ Peabold was good. Trial was nice. Second up record here is good. So, Memorable Miss in my numbers with Fashion Queen. Follow the Peters colours. Ones I'm not... Uh, leaving out here. Shake the bloom. This horse has done nothing wrong. Well overs. Super win at Belmont, I thought, by one and a half. 55 kilos beating Olden um, from an inside gate. I know it draws wide here, but if you can get some cover, wouldn't surprise. Um, and look, maybe to round out the numbers, I'm going to go with the one, uh, Fangio. Fangio. Yeah, this is a great race, Miles. Memorable miss, I reckon, would have won first up, actually. Uh, Chrissy Parnham got chopped out halfway down the straight. Reckon it was going to get Magic to Exceed and Multinational, who came out and franked that form yes. for you on Wednesday, didn't it, M. Fitz? Bloody oath. Um, look, you can go many ways. Uh, really interesting talking to Adam. This could be Fashion Queen's swan song. I have Fashion Queen panned down as wherever it went next start with CJP on, I was going to go to my local bank and just ask for the max withdrawal and off we go on Fashion Queen. So if this is the last time it's going around, I'm pretty flat because there is not a horse going better than Fashion Queen. But one of my big rules is not to hop into them uh, when they've got the apprentice on and they're a back marker and that's what we have here. But tell you what, seven bucks, it's probably going to get me. She probably only gets longer too. Via Monte gets backed every start and I knock it every start and I'm going to knock it harder than usual here. It's going to be three bucks and Geez, wouldn't take 30 bucks. I would, probably would, but wouldn't take 30 bucks. And I'm going to go with that, Miles. Really like Fangio as well. I think Fangio is flying. Um, it's tough from there. I think they might try and go forward. I don't know if that'll work, but look, Fangio, uh, Fashion Queen, memorable miss. They're the ones for me, but I'll go with Fashion Queen on top and something Fangio at uh, 15 to 1 or so. Uh, well, seeing it's sort of similar. Uh, race number six, 1,266 plus. Interesting race this. I think it's time maybe to go back to the timely outburst well. Uh, look, Holly goes aboard, gets a claim here. Horse will be up front. Um, last couple of runs haven't suited, but beaten by really nice horses. Two and a half of it's a ray day. Um, there's a horse down the bottom here called Ultimate Command. It's not the worst either. It's going to get in at the weights perfectly. Super win at Belmont last start over the 1,200, being, beating Fire Ant by three. Three links in a class three comes in here at $11. Uh, look, the five false statement has to be respected as well. I think it's all every chance with Sean O'Donnell from that draw. Bunya to survive and Crystal Spirit round out my numbers. Yeah, it's a good race. The, the key for Timely Outburst will be whether uh, Holly gets it in front with Poulet, Ultimate Command in the race, even cross statement. I reckon that they might have to sit with uh, Timely Outburst. I don't know how much I want to be on then. So that's the uh, that's the issue there. With all the speed in it, it looks like it'll suit one settling midfield. And to me, that's burn you to survive, false statement. The value for me is with false statement each way. If it was a wet track, I'd probably declare him because he's better on the wet, but he can run big races uh, on the firm as well. Star Trade made that form look better last start. Look, he's going to be somewhere around the $10 mark each way. That's that's the play for me. Number five, false statement. Race seven, over the 1,472 plus. Uh, well, it's hard to look past the form of MTA here. Last two runs 
I feel at Belmont. One behind Rock and Ori was super. We saw how that form ended up. He was 50 to 1 that day and then ran second behind It's a Ray Day. I mean, what, how is it not on top? I think Cheval de Vega, forget that run, um, I think, where it was caught deep. Um, last start. You go back to its previous prep, though. It was super beating a couple of horses that are okay. So that's got to be included. E always is not the worst, as is Brave Dream at $9. And then I'm also going to include in my quaddie, Chili is hot second up. Yeah, look, MTA is clearly the one to beat on that form you just said, Miles. Uh, returned well. Uh, the old Motor Trade Association is, uh, yeah, definitely is putting a bit more uh, consistency uh, than we've seen from MTA in prior preps. So you get a great run than an ordinary run. Still hasn't built enough trust with me to sort of take $2.50, but is your most likely winner. Look, we spoke to Adam Durant earlier, and, and Brave Dream, I've got such a big opinion of Brave Dream. The trial worries me, but look, if I'm going to see it's 6.50 at the moment, I think there's a big chance that she only probably wobbles a little bit further as well. If, if we're going to see something nearing 10 bucks, Brave Dream, that's that's going to be me for a win bet. Um, I really like the setup for Chevelle de Varga. We'll probably lead this miles, um, and if it can recapture its form when it won, I think it was six on the bounce last prep. Jeez, it, it might be very hard to beat, especially if it's playing on pace. So they're the three I'd be focusing on. Chevelle de Varga, number three, five MTA, but probably below my price. And uh, number nine, Brave Dream, is the best of the lot, I think. It's just whether it's ready to go first up. Race number eight, it's the feature, the Strickland over the 2,000. And, well, dear, like God has chosen... We took it on last start, but geez, you take it on as, at your own peril on this one. It was an absolute moral beating, and I know it got done by Captain Chaos and Mickey Grantham. It's pretty much similar to the other race. God has chosen Captain Chaos, uh, notorious one, um, and then maybe include a horse like the two platoon. But yeah, if you like off the last start, you have to include God has chosen. It was an absolute moral beating. Yeah, I think Clint's copped a lot of uh, criticism for that ride. I thought he gave it a 10 out of 10. I think if he comes around him, he doesn't finish that close. So I just want to start by saying I reckon Clint rode that really well last start, and that will be a different opinion to most. Um, look, my usual rule is when they get up to the 2,000 for the first time, look to take them on if they're too short. This is $1.90, so I'm going to take on God has chosen, Miles. Uh, notorious one, I've carried on. I want Brad Parnham on because he's got the left-hand whip rider. I get the left-hand whip rider on Notorious One. Uh, it'll probably get out to a little bit better than the six, seven bucks that it is at the moment. The one for me that's come out big overs, and you mentioned it at the end there, is your fourth horse, Miles. It's platoon. It's going to land in a great spot. Now, what we need to remember, this is a 2,000-metre race, and the 2,000 metres is a key aspect of this race. Platoon came out in the Ted Van Eemst over the 2,100, ran second to Regal Power, was great in the Perth Cup. This is his journey. Loves uh, loves weight for age. That's where he's at these days in his career. I think he's going super. was on the wrong part of the track last start. Platoon each way at nearly 20 to 1. That's probably the best value bet for the day, I reckon. Beautiful. Let's go to race number nine. This is a really nice race too, um, and we see... We see him again. It's a raid eight. Simon Miller can't knock him. He's on top all day. Um, look, there's a few that you're going to get value outside of it if something can go amiss with something. One of them is Bazoom at the $18. Another one's the Spruker at $11. And the other one is uh, Secret Plan at $3.50 if something goes wrong. But I'm telling you, uh, this race is over. It is, you're right. It is over, and Secret Plan will absolutely do a number on him here. I reckon, Miles. I reckon Secret Plan. Tell me why. 
I think it's the best horse in this race. Um, the Apprentice on first and second up was a little bit flat first up, but the second up run, uh, I love the way it hit the line. Um, the, the thing that's most noticeable about this sprint is there's no speed. There's no real leader. So uh, our good mate, LK Fernie, will probably send um, will probably send excellent dream to the top. It can run a cheeky race from there, actually, at 20 to 1. But uh, it might mean that Ray is left in the breeze, potentially. Uh, it'd be an interesting map. But I think if Clint Johnston-Porter is close enough on secret plan, whenever you have an Adam Durant, uh, Bob Peters runner, who I think's got big upside, who gets in right on the minimum, draws well, goes apprentice to senior, it is a complete nut of box ticker. Uh, the price has started to go off. I think our next guest might have sent it out to the army this morning. That's, that's my feel. Looking at this price, it'll fluck. But I, I'm $3 secret plan, and I'm, I'm happy betting above that. So it's my best, best. I'm going to back Ray to get beaten again. I've had a bad record against you doing that as well. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm with Ray, that. but I'm not making him my best. But I'm, I'm yeah. with him all day. And that, for yeah. the only reason being, I think this can map end of the day, maybe a bit of chop out of the track. There are a few things that can go wrong from four. Yeah, look, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I've got a plan, and it's definitely no secret. Well, I'm gonna. T- well, let's have a lunch on that one too, because I reckon right. I'm three from three with the I last reckon, three. I reckon I owe you a reasonable <laughs> fee. <them. laughs> I might be taking you to Nobu. I'm going to Rockpool straight you, after. You owe me a proper moment. steak dinner. Let's go to a break on the other side of this. Dan Cripps, he has a couple, and don't forget, don't let the bookies make the rules back or lay same game multis. Only on Betfair, gamble responsibly. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. Bet on racing in play. Today on Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. The Brownlow Predictor's been right three years in a row. Check it out today and as always, gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton, as we're joined by the superstar himself from Cripps Racing. You can follow him, Daniel Cripps. How are you, Cripper? G'day, Fitzy. Uh, well, despite the fact I haven't tipped a winner for about a month, I'm actually on pretty well, mate. And um, <laughs> looking forward to this card a little bit more than the last year. So hopefully we can uh, get back in the winner's list, I reckon. Good to hear. We've had Adam Duran on. A really good chat. We're going to start away with your two. What have you got for us? All right. I'm going to start in race six, number four, Bernie to survive. Look, I'm going to have half on early and then wait and see how the pattern's playing and have the other half late. They're making ground because he will get back. But... I really love this horse. A couple of soft trials. He just seems to get better and better every time he steps out. So I think with CJP going on, he can get over the top of them late. And I'm going to save the best till the lucky last. I think I know the uh, the PRGs with me. Race nine, number twelve, secret plan. Oh. As soon as I saw, as soon as I saw the jockey change here on uh, Wednesday, I thought this has got Terry Layton written all over it. So <laughs> his best form is, uh, I reckon, it's better than it's a radar who potentially is a bit overrated at this stage of his career. So I reckon he'll uh, sit in just behind him, stalk the speed and go whack. Do you reckon Winburn? Do you reckon Winburn's a chance? Hopefully CJP just taps Paddy on the head with his whip as he goes. I've just far. changed my bet. I've just changed my best here, and, but Terry and he, prob- and he probably loses the race on protest. Or <laughs> Terry, what have you got, mate? Uh, Terry, mate, mate, my best of the day is race nine, number twelve, secret plan. My next best is race nine, number twelve, secret plan. Uh, my next is race no, pretty keen. Race nine, number twelve, secret plan. It's my best. My value, uh, I'll take grip on. I do. I said I narrowed it down to two. Burn you to survive and false statement because there looks to be good speed on. I'll go with false statement. Horse number five, just because it's an each way play. 
Uh, and race number eight, um, I think horse number two, Platoon, will go around close to that $20 mark and up to the 2000 will run you a big race. Righto, my best. Race one, number eight, one cool girl. Get some chocolates in a bank early. Then go to race seven for the next best, number five, MTA. Should be winning on this. And I wasn't going to do it, but now I am. Race nine, number four, it's a raid A. Third best on the card. I'm happy to take you boys on. And uh, I'll tell you what, you're not going to hear the end of it. Value, race five, number two, Fashion Queen. Well and truly overs. Look, I was going to put another value too, which was ultimate command in the other race, because I think that's a wide open uh, race on a one by three basis, but I'm going to leave it. One cool girl, MTA, Ray Day, and then fashion queen as a value. Happy to take you two lunatics on, Cripper. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, sounds good, mate. We'll, uh, if Secret Plans wins, we'll speak next week. And if it's, it's a Ray Day win, we'll <laughs> might speak to in a fortnight. <laughs> hey, Crip, we've got our last show on next week for about eight weeks. So we'll grab you for a little bit longer next week and sort of wrap up the season a little bit. All right, bloody oath. Looking forward to it. See you, boys. Dan Cripps here from Cripps Racing. Bloody oath, he says. Uh, bloody oath. Bloody oath. We're going to have a, an update next week on the Lockie Neal versus Paddy Cripps Brownlee head-to-head. You still got going on as well. I'm pretty sure uh, I'm home there. Long uh, way to go, champ. It is. Hey, Terry, uh, enjoy the rest of Melbourne. Enjoy the festivities. No, Will. Will, mate, looking forward to getting there to Marvel tonight, watching a bit of footy. Go. And a $27 hot dog. There's not even a red dog these days. Oh, Isn't that flat? If you see Terry at Marvel, go dog him on the head, listeners. That's all we've got time for. We do it all thanks to Betfair. The Brownlow Predictor been right three years in a row. Gamble responsibly. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.